Thierry Silbert is uh, in charge of Maidstones, Europe's biggest supplier of laboratory-grown diamonds um, and comes from a, a long-standing background in the diamond industry. Antwerp-based and uh, will, will be giving us a very uh, constructive and insightful view on how he sees laboratory-grown diamond jewellery uh, progressing in the world as we go forward. Give a very short introduction as to how you see uh, the future of diamonds from your own perspective. I think that uh, the future of diamonds will depend on a huge challenge we have. And um, I think that Labron diamonds are not the enemy of mine diamonds, but actually the enemy of the whole diamond industry is a luxury segment. This is what we need to fight for. I don't know if you're aware about how much percentage of market share diamond jewelry has inside this luxury segment. And then I mean fashion, bags, cars, accessories, dining and traveling. It's very low. We have probably two to 3% market share in that segment. So the challenge is huge. If consumer will see that there is an industry fighting they will turn away, walk away from the product. So, it's very important that both industries, lab-grown and mine diamonds, need to work closely together without harming each other, with mutual respect. And together, we need to create interest from the millennials in the diamond product and go forward and capture extra market share. What's your view on the outlook for laboratory-grown diamonds within the engagement segment? The beauty of the design is very important, but I disagree that there is no place for lab-grown diamond in the bridal or engagement, because I think it's not up to me or the industry to decide whether it will be successful, because the power of decision is with the consumer. And ultimately, it's the consumer that will decide which way they want to go. And to, uh, to refer to the preciousness that Stephen said, I don't believe that the preciousness is in the diamond, because I think the diamond industry is too much focusing on the product, on the diamond product. I think consumers, they have a different perspective. And I think for the consumer today, especially the millennials, for them what is important is the I would call it the diamond experience. What is the diamond experience is the beauty of the jewelry, why it is offered and when it is offered. And I believe that the true value and preciousness is not in the origin of the diamond, but it is in the occasion and romance that people attach to the jewelry when it is offered or when it is purchased. I don't think that people will look back to the jewelry and think, is it a mine diamond? Is it a lab-grown diamond? They even don't care about it, I think, on the long run. And they even don't know the quality of the diamond. For them, they will always remember what was the occasion, what was the place, the moment. Yep. This is the whole experience. What are your thoughts on the future of lab-grown diamonds for men's, ju men's uh, jewelry? There's the bridal sector and then there's everyday diamond yeah and this is everyday diamond this is what your son wants it's everyday diamond and i think that market has maybe been slightly forgotten by the diamond industries 
because this is what people want nowadays. They don't want to put a diamond on just for the occasion. They want to wear it every day. I fully agree with what uh, Thomas just said, and I think that lab-grown diamonds is perfectly fitting in what he just said. Um, I think we offer the consumer a uh, very affordable uh, product, and this is actually what they're looking for. They can buy more pieces and save on the money. Yeah. Thierry, any thoughts on this imperfection in diamonds? I mean, in a way, if you create a diamond in a lab or a factory, I mean, it should be perfect, right? So wh where do you stand on imperfection? I think it's an individual choice that, you know, I think is around marketing, actually. And uh, it's an individual choice from the consumer, what they want. Like uh, Thomas said rightly today, they want something different. So that might be for them different and better, but it's individual choice. It's about the designer I, I agree. that is making the jewelry and make this diamond pop up and stand out. India, it's yeah. a totally different. Don't focus on the product, focus on the design. Uh, you, are come, you come from a natural, from the diamond business. You have ventured into lab-grown. We see on the level of the trade, uh, in the leadership of the bourses, uh, and as represented by the World Federation of Diamond Bourses, a complete disconnect and an anti, uh, an, an, an attitude that is still archaic. How are we going to get over that? Um, by thanking Mr. Gaetano Cavalieri, because this guy had the vision last year. He realized that it's no point to fight, and he approached few, I, I would say, important industry members, representing both industries inside the committee, because meanwhile we created a lab-grown diamond committee under the umbrella of SIPCHO. Uh, it was established in November in the last Congress in Bahrain. Inside that committee is the assistant of Stephen Lussier, from the Beers Group, Jean-Marc Liberer, CEO of DPA. You have myself, representing LabGrown. You have Andre Zarkov, who used to be president of Arosa, but today shifted to LabGrown Diamonds. And then you have the Goblin Lab, representing the labs. And I can tell you that uh, last year, I think we did a very nice job. We, are not, uh, we don't agree on everything. And it's also not needed. But I think we put forward a document about guidelines, how the industry should be acting. Um, I think we are proceeding well. And I'm looking forward to our next meeting to overcome the few differences we still have. Yeah. And I think that's the way to go forward. Um, I think urgently. We need, as I, as I call it, we need to go in the positive sum game. One plus one is three.